I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This message will self-destruct. What time is the game? What time is the game? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 24 the Fan. 24 Reno. 3 Dallas. Ready? Blue Poncho. Blue Poncho. Red Pauly. Red Pauly. Red right, 24 double Puma on one, refresh. You need a second to catch your breath over there? No, no, no you're good. it's football Friday. You need me to fire some more of those? My microphone just broke, so that's good. Well, I'm glad something bad happened to somebody else today. <laughs> Things are going great, man. <laughs> it's been a rough 36 hours for Sprager. Oh, my God. You all right? No, I can't believe what just happened. I can't believe you made it in on time. Uh, you ain't got to tell me. That's a miracle. You ain't got to tell me. Did we run how many, some red lights? How many laws did we didn't did run we lights. Break? Okay. We didn't, well, <laughs> those aren't lights. <laughs> so, it was yellow. Uh, it was yellow. Yeah, you know, a little yellow, a little red. You know, no big deal. How was yesterday? Uh, yesterday was great. It was great. It was glorious, man. Marconi award-winning radio. Marconi Award winning, huh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they gave us they gave us all the awards for yesterday's show. All of them. It was my take on the Packers covering the two and a half and the under hitting on oh, Thursday night you football. Took the Packers. That totally I mean that, that won us all the awards, man. That's all it needed. Does anybody in a top like does any Marconi winner for those who don't know, it's like the Oscars for radio. Yes. Does anybody win an award outside of like the top ten markets for that crap? I feel like no. it's always like Boston's open to beat Chicago, and Chicago's <laughs> open to beat New York. I don't know. I don't know if there's different classifications based on market size. Sometimes that's a deal, but I I have no idea. I have never delved into what goes into being nominated and possibly winning a Marconi Award. Well, I can tell you right now, we're probably never going to win one here. No, it's not going to happen. It, You know, I always lament college coaches for working like 50, 60, 70, 80-hour weeks. You know, they're always like, oh, is up late at the office and yep. first in the building. And I don't think that's a great way to live. And yet, yesterday, I'm like, severely pissed that I have to miss a show <laughs> because my nose wouldn't stop running and I sounded super sick and I felt felt kind of fine but I'm like yeah better safe than sorry yeah, take yeah. A day. took a COVID test it was negative 
And uh, I got to be honest, I slept in until about 1030. That was great. <laughs> Some days your body just says, no more. I need to rest, you no bastard. Yes. Quit running me ragged. I think that's what it was. We get too old, man. And if you don't get you a do good enough sleep old. and you're not, like, you got other things going on at yeah. night, like, there's just, there's a lot. And when you put your body through it, it's like, all right, I, I need a timeout. I need yeah. a DO. Yeah. Calling a challenge flag here. And I, I'm not going to work today. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and then I almost missed today because my car's dumb, and uh, I'm panicking because it I, is it is chilly outside. If it if you didn't take your car out for you know the better part of 48 hours, it just uh, yeah. Well, I'm fairly certain my car needs an oil change. It's been screaming at me for about a month. Uh, ah, you should probably go get that done. Yeah, it's one of those things. Usually, you know, oil's kind of an important part of the car. It, it's pretty vital. Yeah. Uh, Thought I was going to take the wife's car. Ended up not because she's got to take the kids to school. Uh-oh. Mm. So I go out there, and I hammer it again. I hammer it again. I'm looking at my clock. I'm like, this doesn't make, this doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss the start of the show. And lo and behold, she got going. I got on the road. I called both you idiots. Yep. And somehow, by the grace of God, <laughs> got in here right as the start yeah, of the Yeah, the traffic show. gods I did not think you. it was physically possible for you to get here that quick. I did not. I did not think. Now that you was didn't tell me. Possible. You just said you were on the road when you called me, so I had no idea if you were. Yeah, I assume that was like the start of your journey when you called. Just outside the house, or you were on a freeway somewhere? Like you get in, the car's going. Now I'm on the road. Okay, I'm gonna call. Like that, you don't make that call ten minutes into a drive. You're making that call within the first four percent of your drive, and that <laughs> you're you're just out of your neighborhood. It is a GD miracle. That you made it here on time. I figured you'd get here about six fifteen. I still, I have no guess. idea how far out in uh, in East County you guys live. Oh, we're out in the sticks, baby. I yeah, I, five I, minutes from my house, you you'll be in, you'll be in boring. No, you'll be in like downtown Damascus. I got horses for uh, neighbors. All right. Yeah, you do have horses. I have a for horse neighbor. for a neighbor. Yeah. Uh, you just said something. I love it when my host does this. My my co-host <laughs> does this. He nailed it. Less than 4% into my drive, I made that call. Yeah, I mean, that's a call you make right away. Like, you finally got on the road. Your kid probably takes it. You're, like, disheveled a little bit. I was very disheveled. Like, you kind of catch your breath. No, I didn't catch my breath. I you screamed. Co- you did seem a little out of it when you called. Well, hey, I was hey, really there. Hey, hey. I'm like, what, 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 dude, what? I'm just enjoying my Christmas music, drinking my coffee. I'm on a I-84. Why are you screaming at me? It's early. I did do the, hey, hey. Because I heard you say hello. <laughs> And then I said, hey, and then there was nothing. I'm like, maybe he can't hear me because of the Bluetooth. I'm like, hey, hey, you got me? Yeah, yeah, I got you, dude. I got you right here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Anyways, we got a football Friday. I don't know how I made it in. Happy football Friday. Yeah. It is a football Friday. Jesus. Sorry. I think you're coming in a little hot. Really hot. You're coming in hot. Um, Coming in hot. All right. I did catch Dan Landing yesterday on the app. Uh, The... The paper tube is definitely on the app. Definitely on the app. It's oh, okay. absolutely 100% on the app. Yeah. I don't think it goes out as much over the air, like on the traditional on, radio. On standard radio. Standard yeah. radio. I think it's more of an app thing. But yeah. on the app, it is, you can tell it immediately. Okay. So enough about me being almost late, but not being late, but damn near being late. Probably should have been late. Well, we're glad you're feeling better and you don't have anything super nasty. Hey, I'm, I'm grateful for that, too. Um, I want to start in football. Okay. And I want to I want to kind of talk about somebody with you guys because Dirt said something at the very start of this show, and we talked about a team earlier this week, and I put a fork in them. <laughs> I said, "No, they're done. I don't care that they just won their game." Dirt probably putting a fork in them now too because he gambled on them. I want to ask you: Are we to a point where we need to publicly acknowledge that we all think and know 
Mike Vrabel, pretty good coach. Yeah. Like, not maybe the best, but definitely not mediocre to middle. Like, that guy's a pretty good coach. I, I would – I don't know if he's even – I think he's above mediocre middle. I, I would – if you went down a list of head coaches you would want in the NFL – there's not as that many names that come before Mike Vrabel. He might be top ten, right? Like he, oh, I think he's for sure top yeah. ten. Yeah. The guy consistently goes to the playoffs. Yep. Ryan Tannehill is his quarterback. Yep. Which let's all take a moment to acknowledge that Tannehill Ryan, was good last night. He was night brilliant until last he threw night. a horrible interception into double coverage, trying to ice the game that True. allowed Green Bay an opportunity back. That was that was a horrible throw. It wasn't a good throw. And he had all night to throw. His offensive line was elite. He did. There was no pressure on him. Green Bay's defense was atrocious and letting guys run wide open in the secondary. Uh, we know who Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah. He's a quarterback. He's yes. not great. He's, about, he's 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 like Kirk Cousins vanilla. Kirk Cousins, diet Kirk Cousins. That's who Ryan Tannehill is. Oh, diet Kirk Cousins? It, yeah, I would take Kirk Cousins over Ryan Tannehill in a heartbeat. I'm going to put a poll. I'm curious where people are out on that. Now, I'm not calling you saying you're wrong. <laughs> We're not doing the Jimmy G. Kirk Cousins thing again. We're not Wait, doing that again. call them diet Kirk <laughs> he Cousins. He's not as good as Kirk Cousins. He's okay. not. Right. Kirk Cousins' numbers speak for themselves, and Kirk Cousins does not have Derrick Henry to hand the ball off to That's 45 times a game. He is not carried to AFC championship games, okay? Okay. Uh, and then on his defense, they are just decimated by injuries. Like, they're bringing guys in on the, off the practice squad every single week. And yet here they are once again with a good defensive performance. Like it, it doesn't make sense how they do it. Every year we go through this phase, and I'm I am as guilty as anybody where I look at Tennessee and I'm like, eh, it's Ryan Tannehill. They got injuries on defense. Yep. They were without like seven starters last night. Like, no chance, man. The Titans aren't that good. And then they damn near beat Kansas City in Kansas City with Malik Willis at quarterback. And now they've rattled off a couple of more wins after that. He is he is undoubtedly a top ten coach in the NFL. Well, you say decimated by injuries, you're hundred percent spot on. Like going into that game, they limped into that game. It was that's one of the reasons why I gambled on the Packers. It wasn't so much taking the fork out, it was their starting centers out. This yeah. this starting safety's out, starting outside linebackers out. Like you go through the injuries, it's nuts. Plus the short week, right? Plus the short week and going on the road. Going on the road. They went and played in a little bit of a snow flurry last night on and off um i i just i couldn't be more impressed and i know you're right about Tannehill with the derrick henry stuff he he i mean before that interception he he played a pretty good game he, he played was pretty a good consistent game. For i mean them. he's capable of playing good games Absolutely. i'm not saying that he's not capable of playing good games he's a better quarterback than i thought he would be too when uh he left miami yeah. i didn't yeah yeah i thought he was the backup he's, he was the backup and then mariota just didn't work out for him and they handed him the reins, and he ended up getting a contract. I mean, I think he's going to fulfill that whole contract, that four-year, what was it, $96 million? Dude's going to make $100 million in Tennessee. Yeah. So He's also going to be the guy that when they get to the playoffs, because they're going to the playoffs, they're going to win that division, yeah. that nobody's going to pick up to win. No, I know. <laughs> it, they were the number one seed last it. year. They got a first-round bye, and they lost at home to Cincinnati. Well, do you think that they're playing to a style conducive to who Tannehill is, or do you think that that's kind of always who, who Vrabel will be stylistically, offensively? I think it's a twofold. You have Derrick Henry, so that's your style, and then Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback on top of it. So if, 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 if Malik Willis hits, and we find out in two years that mm -hmm. he's the dude, you don't you don't think Vrabel's offense looks much different? It's going to be handoff, 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 throw. No, I think if if you have a quarterback that can throw, I I think you you will evolve the offense. Okay, if you have a better quarterback, I just wonder how much because I said this before. I always thought Vrabel and Mario were kind of similar college NFL versions. Yeah, they're kind of rah rah pump up guys, player coaches. Vrabel's I think proven to be better, but yes, um, yes. That being said, I just kind of always wonder how they're going to evolve. You might as well light up your Jags ticket now, man. I think they've clinched that division. Yeah, it's not happening. Jacksonville's lost what six in a row. Yeah. Tennessee's running away with it. The Colts and, aren't going to do anything. No, and the, the fork is back in the Green Bay Packers. The fork was out. 
The fork's back in. So is this like the final fork in? (laughs) Yeah, final fork. Seven losses, man. They basically have to go undefeated the rest of the way, and I don't see that happening with that team. I don't either. They do have a bye, but their next game is against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Like, I ain't picking picking them to win that. that. Outside of After that, the the rest of their games outside of Miami are manageable, depending on what other teams look look like. But, no, the the fork is back in. The, The tough part for that last night was it was predominantly on Aaron Rodgers. Like, you could blame other guys for some of their other losses and where's your number one receiver and why isn't the offensive line playing better. And there were moments, of course, that, you know, there's shared blame. But he was, I mean, just missing open dudes. Yeah. Like, he had to throw late in that game. I think it was right after the Tannehill pick where you're, I mean, you're still within it. You're, it's a puncher's chance to come back and win this game. And he's missing a guy on fourth down, like throwing it at the turf. Sammy Watkins is wide open over the middle of the field. He just, I mean, he just didn't have it. He got booed off the field. And at least to his credit, he finally took the blame. Like, after the game, he was like, yeah, it's kind of on me. I threw some bad passes. Like, hey, nice. You didn't yell at people on the sideline after playing like crap. Yeah, very interesting to see when, when, when key star players blame the roster. Right? Rodgers did that a couple weeks ago. He threw three picks against Detroit. And they've lost one loss now. He finally is taking accountability. Kevin Durant goes into Portland last night with an article where he's like, yo, you want me to win with this garbage-ass team? <laughs> and they ended up winning the game. But, yeah. like, it's just funny when guys like that, when superstars don't become accountable, they more so look at their surroundings and go, well, what about that, 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 that? I hate that crap. And I love it when it comes back to bite them. Unfortunately for Portland, it didn't bite Brooklyn last night. No, no, it didn't. No, they got Wontanabied. They did get Wontanabied. That one hurt, man. Yeah. That one hurt. I had a big prop bet that was going to cash. I just needed Blazers' money line. I, I got the money line at plus 105 when it was 14-6, and I I gambled $25 on the Blazer money line, and I mm. couldn't have been more pissed. I mean, they came back. I, I don't know what is with the trend of allowing teams to just walk out to a 10 nothing lead. I feel like that's like a couple of games in a row where they're just the first four minutes of the game, not there. It, yeah, there's something to that, and I would also say, as a gambler, I like it because I know they're going to come back. <laughs> right, you get better odds immediately into the game. But from a fan-slash-media perspective, I'd rather them not start down 12-2. to <laughs> I think that'd be the better way to do it, if we're being honest here. It was a bummer. It was like, what happened? Uh, this is a much lesser version, but when you have a great performance, you want to honor it, and you can't honor it as much in a loss. Like, Steph Curry went for 50 the other night, and they lost yeah. the Suns. That was it. Like, we would have been talking at length today about Shaden Sharp and what he did, and we still can't because it was amazing. But it just doesn't, it's not as special when it's in a loss. Like, if that would have helped guide you to a win and he had 20 points off the bench, a career high, knocking down all those threes, those crazy dunks, you're like, dude, the Rook was 7 9. He was the reason they won the game. But they lost. That was the only disappointment. Yeah, it was disappointing. All right, well, we have a lot to get into today. Bill Riley, the voice of the Utah Utes, is going to join us at 7 30 for the Daily Ticker. We'll get Bill's thoughts. On the Oregon-Utah game, I wonder if you think Bill's feeling confident going into this game. I would imagine he is, right? I would imagine he's feeling, I mean, it's Bill Riley. I think he's confident no matter what. Utah, yeah. <laughs> I think the guy wakes up confident every day. Bill has a lot of BDE energy, doesn't he? Does, he does, yeah. Man. Get out of my way. BD energy, Bill Riley. He's going to join us at 7.30 for the Daily Ticker. We'll spray the line, so get those spray line sponsors in at 503-250-1080. Loaded show, a lot to discuss in the Pac-12 and we'll do it next, Dirt and Sprague. On- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. We will dive in heavy to the Oregon-Utah matchup. Will my Beavs blow a game in Tempe this weekend against a fill-in coach? Uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, I was going through some stuff yesterday because I was home and bored. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of look around the landscape of college football this weekend. You mentioned it uh, Tuesday or Wednesday that, hey, the SEC is playing nobodies this week. This is their Austin P weekend. It is their bye week in the SEC. And it's kind of interesting, the spotlight on our conference. The Pac-12 thrust fully into the spotlight of college football <laughs> despite only having one real college football playoff team. Oh, yeah, one of those games being a 7.30 p.m. kick on ESPN, huh? Well, With Rod Gilmore on the call. <laughs> I was talking about the USC-UCLA game because they're the only that playoff in, team. That is in the spotlight for sure. But, 5 o'clock on Fox. Well, but I, I'd actually push back. I, we've talked about that before. The 7.30 game gets crowd. We just, if the game sucks, we get less enthused about it. But it's Utah-Oregon. Like, that's at least a great game. It's a great game, yeah. I mean, you got 12.30 games on ABC and ESPN that are that are, that are a little laughable yeah. that I would point to and say, you got two top 15 ranked teams like what are we doing here ohio state maryland is your 12 30 abc game i mean is that ohio not, state's gonna win that game by 40 points is that's that a, not just that's uh, a snoozer it's yeah, a snoozer that's, that's clemson miami too. is 12 30 on espn yeah like, that just has a petty value for sure, petty value but miami sucks clemson's not a playoff team like how did how did not one of those two games I, at least usc ucla is five o'clock how is oregon utah not a 12 30 yeah game? I, i'll keep I going four o'clock on espn you got tennessee south carolina that's nearly a four touchdown spread that's gonna be an awful it's gonna game. be an awful game they're gonna kill them are you get 4 30 your primetime game on abc now this one makes a little more sense but it's not a great game it's bedlam any more bedlams? I'm not excited about that game. I'm not either because no. Oklahoma sucks and Oklahoma State's just, eh, they're a three-loss team this year. Not, yeah. a, I mean, Oklahoma State's a good program, but they're not in the mix for the college football playoff. Like, those are prime windows that Oregon and Utah yeah. should be when in the top, over 730. When the, when the top half of the Pac-12 has met each other in games, for the most part, they've been pretty entertaining. They have. Like, it's a good television product. USC-Utah was a great game. Oregon-Washington yeah. was a great game. UCLA-Utah was a little Oregon-State-USC was Oregon a great State, game. Oregon-State-USC was a great game. Yeah, you go down the list. There's been a lot of really OSU good games. OSU-Washington was a great game. Yeah, so I'm with you. Like, I think a lot of people have their eyes on the conference this weekend because if I were, if you were to ask me to look over the entire slate, and I am incredibly biased when I say this, 
But I think an unbiased football fan would agree. Outside of maybe like, hey, is there a trap there with TCU Baylor? Could they go down? That spread's only two and a it's half. It's only so. two and a half. They're all on the road in Baylor. Is that like, are we still not buying in? The other two, the two games that are the most interesting this weekend are easily USC and UCLA and Oregon and Utah. They absolutely are. With the caveat of his bonex playing. <laughs> Uh, not according to Chris Hudson. I'm assuming you guys talked about that yesterday. We, we did discuss that. Yeah, we talked about that. That line has moved eight times. Although I listened to the audio and I'm like, the way the question, it was a leading question. No, I, I think he accidentally let it slip. And Landing wasn't going to get on with primetime and say No, that. he gave him nothing. He literally went quiet when Isaac re- brought, he brought it up at the end. Yeah. He was like, so is Bo going to play? And Lanning didn't even respond yeah. to anything, and then he said something else, and then Lanning talked, and he moved on from that question. <laughs> just, you're not getting anything football-related no. out of that guy during the week. Well, yeah. Uh, I just It's frustrating that this is the weekend you get. By the way, some of those games you named, Oregon State, USC, Oregon State, those were 7 o'clock 730, games. 7 yeah. o'clock games. games. Yep. Like, they were games really that, entertaining. I think the Oregon State-USC game was a Pac-12 network game, too, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I was damn near had USC go down, and it was on the Pac-12 network. Well, I was pissed because USC-Cal was uh, was actually picked to be on ABC or Fox, one of the two, I can't remember, over Oregon State-USC. Because there's That's like right. X That's amount right. of primetime games you can have, and USC's was Cal and not <laughs> Oregon State. I'm like, what are we doing here? Are we reading the room <laughs> at all? It's finally a good team in Corvallis. What are we doing? It makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. I, I imagine the Oregon-Utah number will be okay, but not as high as it would have been if you played it at a normal hour for the rest of the country. If you swapped Ohio State-Maryland with Oregon-Utah, Oregon-Utah would have a bigger number. And, and I wanted to get to this. How come we don't have flexing in college football the way that we flex in the National Football League? What do you think the reason well, because, for that no, is? No, because they pick. I mean, it's literally, so they do the non-conference games ahead of time. So the month of September pretty much gets sure. mapped out sure. in, I don't know, June, May or June. But then it's every two weeks. And the Duck games have been on seven-game holds oh, for yeah. You know, pretty much the going down the stretch. Yeah, we didn't know the time of the Oregon so Utah game until is this last flexed. Sunday. It, it's not like this was preset like no, I, four I, months ahead of time. I know, but there's there's not a conceivable argument in a TV window space where you can sell me that Ohio State Maryland is going to draw a bigger number than Oregon and Utah. I'm so I do not believe well, that. No, I don't believe that either. But. It, it, it's up to the TV. It's the TV programmers. It literally is the ABC, ESPN, and Fox people, and they're doing this just two weeks ahead of time, two or three weeks. Well, and we knew, too, going into this last week, the only two slots either of those games were going to be played were 5 or 7.30. And we talked about that like a week or two ago because yeah. every other slot had been picked up by other conferences. They had already picked the games that they wanted to air in those windows. And so for two weeks, we've known this was going to be a dumpster. Now, it ended up not looking quite as bad because you did have UCLA lose. You did have Oregon lose. But imagine if Oregon doesn't lose to Washington and UCLA doesn't lose to Arizona and you had three teams still alive in the Pac-12 or excuse me the college football playoff race which they would be if they would have won this past weekend it would have looked really bad to have those games be yeah. so late and that's why it was such an outrage and this is the main thing that in, in whatever your next TV contract is you got to be able to fight against because you're trying to get as many eyeballs you you can on your product and when you have we've all circled this week all season we knew this was the week that likely was going to decide who plays for the Pac-12 championship game to have one of them in primetime is great at five o'clock on Fox that's a great window for USC UCLA and they're getting the primo broadcasters they're flying out Gus and uh, and uh, Joel Klatt to call that game they usually call the big nooner but yeah. they're not doing that this week but then the 730 game you get Rod Gilmore on the call on ESPN 
Yeah, you give me RG3, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay yeah. with it. RG3's yeah, fine. Much better with that yeah. crew. I I mean, I hear what you're saying. We don't even know the, t- the kick time of Oregon-Oregon State yet. We do no, not. No, that's on a six-day hold. We'll know Sunday. I mean, it will either be 12.30 or 7.30. Yeah, it seems to be like Don't midday night game again. So I think, and I think it's totally dependent on if the Ducks win or not. If the Ducks win, they're at 12.30 because they're yeah, in the hunt. If they hunt. lose, it's going to 7.30. If they lose, it's going to 7.30. Which, by the way, you bitch and moan, and you should, but I'll just point out, like, every home game for Oregon State's been a 7 or 7.30. Yeah, you game. shouldn't have to play. It's your biggest home game of the year. It's ridiculous. It's the Civil War. You shouldn't have to play a 7.30 home it's game. It's not the Civil dumb. War. It's the game formerly known as the Civil War because they uh, can't c- come up with you know, Dirt's damn. doing the anti Come up with a new name. Thing. You give me a new name, I'll call it the new name. Until you do, I'm calling it the old name. Well, you could give it your own name. I don't have a good, I don't have a good name. Nobody not, has a good name, which job. is the damn problem. Well, there is a good name. We just there's people that want to say it's not a good name, and <laughs> then they don't want to use it anymore. They don't want to use it. So <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, how many home games has Oregon State had this year that were not nighttime kicks? I know this. What was last week? Cal was a six o'clock kick, right? That's a nighttime. That's still kick. a nighttime kick. I'm pretty sure I every think... kick has been nighttime. I thought they had one early game in their crappy non-conference game. Didn't they have somebody in early? They play, well, they played Montana State in Portland. Yeah, but no, that no, was no. still a 5 o'clock game. Yeah, it was a little later. Cause so that was, it was not their night, first? Boise, Boise State, State was, was a night, night game, game. for well, sure. Night. And then they went I, to Fresno yeah. at night. I was watching that game in Atlanta. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, what they is haven't happening had, right I don't now? think they've had anything before 5. They haven't had anything no. before 5. USC at night home. game. Washington State was a night game. That was 6 o'clock. Colorado. That was a night game. Night game. That was like an evening, like 5.30 or 6 or something. I and remember that. Cal. Yeah. So if Oregon loses this weekend, every single one of your home games will be a night game. Wow. What a kick in the balls. That is, I mean, it's ridiculous. Awful. To make one fan base go through that, I don't care how good or bad your team is. If You can, you can maybe argue if you're the bottom of the barrel in the conference, that's okay and acceptable. Oregon State's not the bottom of the barrel in the conference. They're not even close to that. Well, traditionally they are in the eyes of TV people, but like that's what I'm saying is how do you not re-examine? Evolve as the year goes yeah, on. Yeah, like say, hey. Oregon State's actually having a a great year. Let's flex them into a couple yeah. more kicks that are before, you know, 7.30. Yeah. And yet, if Oregon doesn't take care of business on their end this week, it's going to be a 7.30 kick. God, it's going to suck, man. Watch both these schools, unfortunately, lose this week. <laughs> and like, yeah, you're going to play a 7.30. Like, great. Great. Although I would say 7.30 could maybe give me a shot to go down to the game. You couldn't I, go down if it was 12.30? Uh, so I have a family tradition that I've been doing for a long time now where uh, the day after the Thanksgiving Saturday, we usually go um, we usually go cut our Christmas trees down. Okay. Now, I could still do it. You could it. go Black Friday. Could you not go Black Friday? Eh. That's when we're doing our tree thing. Are you? Yeah. That might be a good idea. I'd talk to the family about that. I mean, we got to work mm-hmm. Black Friday, but we're off well, we're work at 9 a.m., yeah. so you can go at 10. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, that's a tradition, so I can't. I can't stop tradition. I understand that. It just sucks. It's such a good weekend in the conference. It is, man. Two great games. I mean, I hope they're great games. I hope Oregon is healthy enough to make that a great game. We'll get into that later. But yeah. if it is, I imagine we're going to have a, a showdown between USC and UCLA and Oregon and Utah. It will be a great night for the conference. All right, a lot more to get into. Oregon State and Arizona State. How should we feel about the Beavs going to the desert? Have they turned a corner here where you feel very confident or they're going on the road and you feel very nervous? Uh, I took ASU plus the eight on uh, Pac-12 picks against the spread yesterday. Did you guys take ASU or did you both take Beavs? Yeah, I, I think took ASU. I think yeah. I took. Did I take the Beavs? I think I took the Beavs. You seem very confident over there behind the glass. Just uh, he did. Swag took yeah. Oregon State. It's a funny line. Eight. Who puts it at eight? 
Do a nine and a half on the road seven. too, especially for I. You know, my thing is the early morning kick on See, the road. I think I think that helps them the yeah. next week. Yeah, I like the morning thing helps them. I think they go down. It's a business trip. They're not going to mess around down on Mill Avenue or whatever. It's like nope, into bed early, bed check nine nine p.m. ten p.m. Whatever. Let's go. Let's get our rest. Let's get a win and get the hell out of here. You would think, and then you find out that the Titans' offensive coordinator got busy in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and got a Dewey last night. Yeah, so. he got arrested. He just got out of jail. Shout out to the Titans. Well, I won a game in Lambeau. It was a 7.30 p.m. local kick. Oh, it was that uh, Derrick Henry touchdown pass that did it. He was it like, was. I'm going to go party after this game. Yeah. Yeah. He did the uh, he Tebow did mic jump drop, pass. Mic drop walk-off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have anything else in the back of the playbook. All right, it's 6.30. Dirt and Sprague back with more. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, 636. Welcome in. Dirt and Spray. Good morning. As we talk about Pac-12 college football matchups this weekend. And uh, got some good games. Utah and Oregon, USC, UCLA. We'll talk about that game a little bit later on. Uh, is Washington going to have a hangover effect with Colorado? I kind of laugh as I almost say that out loud. Yeah, the only question is, are you covering a 30-plus point spread? That's the, that's the only question out of that game. Uh, and then Stanford-Cal is a game nobody cares about, not even the fans. No, that might be the worst game of the weekend in all of college football. Ooh. Will there be over or under 100 people at that game? Like, I get, I'm pretty sure I could come up with an argument and a reason to watch every other game on the slate than that one. There is literally nothing about that game that intrigues me. Yeah, there's not a lot doing it for Both me those either. teams are horrible to watch. Yeah. Both those teams are horrible. Yeah. They're firing coaches. Like, it's just, that's bad football. Same records, and then conference <laughs> records are one game difference. <laughs> one and seven in Pac-12 play for Stanford, one and six in Pac-12 play for Cal. Hey, at least they both almost beat Notre Dame, though, so we got that going for us. One did beat Notre Dame, yeah. and the other one came up one possession short. They probably should have won the game. I wanted to throw something at you real quick before we get to Oregon State and Arizona State, and then we'll dive into uh, Oregon and Utah here. Bill Riley at 730. Buffalo 
and Cleveland are not playing in Buffalo this weekend. No, we talked about that yesterday because the rumors started to fly early in the morning that they were moving that thing out of the thundersnow, and I was very upset about that. Well, you should be. Uh, I did some digging, and Swag and I text, and I'm very stubborn, and Swag knows this, and so I'm texting him, no, you're wrong, (laughs) over and over again. But it seems to me that they're moving this because they don't want their fans to be stuck in this blizzard-like atmosphere that's the argument and also they can't clear the stadium the snow's get there's gonna be like three feet of snow yeah and you can't just blow three feet of snow it's just gonna blow into the next pile of snow i think you should give everybody a personal blower i think you should just go around with heaters there you go just melt the living hell out of that snow how do you not have heated seats buffalo all that maybe they'll get that in the new stadium yeah maybe they don't want to do a dome like i want maybe they just do heated things (laughs) everything will just automatically melt away And the parking lot, put a little sizzler underneath the parking lot so it just melts. It's a great idea. I was watching Green Bay, Tennessee last night, and I there was a moment where Rodgers had the ball and Tennessee's on defense, and I'm looking at my screen, and I'm like, I love this aesthetic. And it was, is the aesthetic of two teams playing in 26 degrees and every breath you can yes. see from every player. I do love that. I don't want to sound like I don't love weather things at all. Little flurries are flying early little in the flurries. game. Oh, it's the best, man. Can't you simulate that? Just make it 10 <laughs> degrees in a dome stadium so we get the breath on the field. Oh, we're going Truman Show. You get the ability to control the weather. I was listening to a podcast the other day that there was this There's this like uh, uh, CIA operation somewhere way up north, and they basically there's this rumors online that it has the ability to control the weather. And so if, we, if the CIA has that, maybe NFL teams should start calling them up. I'd hey, be down for that. Put this in the stadium. We want snow today. We're playing a team yes. that can only throw the football. We want four feet of snow, damn it. Call it the God app. <laughs> the God app. Call it the God app and wrap it up. Yeah, it's a little too warm. Let's turn it down to 74 degrees. All right, 78, a little too warm. Uh, and Dominican Sue's an eagle. That he is, man. That uh, that pickup, we kind of knew he was waiting for the contender he wanted to choose. He's yeah. doing the ring hopping thing, which kudos to okay. him. Okay. Somebody's uh, still willing to pay you. Exactly. He chose Philadelphia, so now they've got an even better run stop. Well, and they signed another lineman earlier in the week. Levine. Too. Yeah. Levine, Levine. Levine, Levine. I mean, they've had injuries up front. Uh, Jordan Davis, their big D tackle out of Georgia, has yeah. been begged up for a couple of weeks, and they, they gave up some rushing yards this weekend. <laughs> and uh, Roseman was immediately like, yeah, I'm going to go pick up defensive linemen. Yeah, Brian Robinson had a day. He did have a day on it, man. They ran all over him. And Dominican Seuss turned out to have a hell of a career. This is the dream. When you get to this point, yeah. like he's the OBJ route. It's the Von Miller yeah. route. Like You're just picking and choosing every year. You don't have to go through training camp. But if you're disciplined enough to keep yourself exactly. in some sort of shape. You so. call me up at the end of October, early November, and I'll show up for your team when you need me when some injuries happen, and I can pick where I want to go. Like if you went, I thought they showed the graphic last night, too. If you're trying to ring hop and you're catching on to teams at the start of the year, it's not always a guarantee. Like, the Rams had the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl at the start of the year. How are you feeling about that? Green Bay, I think, had the third best odds or the fourth best odds somewhere in there. Tampa Bay was in there. Like, you're not signing with any of those teams right now thinking you can win a Super Bowl. Whereas Philly's come out of nowhere. You knew Buffalo and Kansas City were going to be there. Minnesota's come out of nowhere. Like, you can kind of pick and choose your route, man. It's a great way to end your career. This is going to be a very dumb question that I feel is going to be met with a quick answer. Indomitian Sue, is he close to Hall of Fame stuff? For you guys or no? I don't know. DTs are hard to gauge. Really if they're hard. Not they're hard to gauge. Um, it, it's not the first thought that comes to mind. It is um, 
Let me go. Let me go look. That was a very weird. Can we pull that sound? I want that yeah, sound as I, a drop. I need you to pull that sound because I don't know mm. if you knew how that sound is. Like, mm. that's got a, whole, a little bit of horse in there. Yeah, little horse. Uh, he's little played we, twelve. I mean, he's gonna play. Yeah, he's played long season. enough. He's been dominant at times. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, defensive um, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion is a huge part. He's got seventy sacks. Seventy and a half sacks. Yeah, and so I don't know how to even j- begin to judge defense. Like, what is the yeah. barometer there? You like, certainly aren't going to get laughed out of the room for bringing it up and no. say, "Okay, let's let's dig in." But I think it's one you have to dig in on. It'd be badass if he was, though, dude. His, his tackle for losses are pretty impressive throughout some of these years. I mean, he's been a really consistently good player. He was elite in Detroit. He was pretty damn good when he was in Miami. Yeah, big part of Tampa when that defense went in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was. You wonder if carried him. some of his personality, some of his extracurriculars at times will hurt. Would hurt his stepping chances. on somebody. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Come on, who amongst us hasn't stepped on somebody? The other thing too is he's incredibly durable. Yeah, like he doesn't miss time. I mean, th- I know this year he's getting a late start. Ironic. That's because he's coming in week eleven. <laughs> he's coming in week eleven. But I think he's only had one year in his entire career where he's missed a game. Yeah, it's sixteen, fourteen, sixteen, 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 sixteen. Yeah, I mean, he literally doesn't miss time. Yeah. One one year in which he's missed two games. And also, don't forget the Rams year. He had the one year where he was with the Rams. They went to the Super Bowl that year. That was the golf year. That's very true. Very true. Hmm. If Eli Manning's. A Hall of Famer. I think Adama Kinsu is a Hall of Famer. If Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, I think Adama Kinsu is a Hall of Famer. I agree with that. If yeah. Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer, yes. I think Adama Kinsu is a Hall no, of Famer. Terrell Davis, unfortunately, set that standard back, I thought. Two years? I, two years? I hated that. Two years? He played like six good years. <laughs> six. That's what we're doing now. I had the idea his career was like six years. I think he had like three great years, and that was kind of it. Yeah, he he burst in the late 90s and was the best running back in the NFL for about a two-and-a-half, three-year stretch, and then it was nothing, and that was enough to get him in. I'm going to put a poll question up on that. If Eli Manning and Phil Rivers are Hall of Famers, isn't Indomitian Sue a Hall of Famer, yes or no? <laughs> I'll do that at Dirt and Sprague. Uh, let's get back into college. I wanted to get a couple NFL notes there. Uh, we'll get to some more NFL at the uh, back end of the show. We'll have Sprague the line coming up at 8.30. Um Oh, we were supposed to do KT here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got a little distracted there. We did get distracted. That's all right. We'll just text him for I'll his text picks. him for his pick. He didn't text me either, so touche. We both forgot. Uh, we'll get his picks and see where he's going. Swag, dear God, I don't know what your picks are this weekend, but you're making me nervous. One more 0-3 weekend and you're cooked. I mean, I think yeah. he's already cooked. I mean, you are cooked. He's six games back. There's a long ways well, to it's go. It's a long way to February. It's a long way to the Super Bowl. You're losing. I mean, you're losing. But I gotta, I gotta, I can't go week. worse than two and one. I mean, I, it, it, I gotta go at least two and one, and I need some three and zero weeks. All right. Well, let's get into Oregon State, Arizona State. We'll do that next, and then we'll dive into Oregon and Utah. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the fan. All right, I got KT's picks. We'll get to Oregon and Utah. Bill Riley will join us at 7.30. We'll spray the line at 8.30. But let's talk about my beeves down in the desert in Tempe, 11-15 kick. Oregon State, number 23 in the rankings against Arizona State. I've been nervous about this game all week. And here we are on Friday and nothing has changed. <laughs> Why am I nervous, you might, be, you might be asking. They got their butts kicked by Wazoo. Everybody saw that coming. Arizona State in the cold. They get into the fetal position, and they wait for the game to be done. They don't like to play in cold weather. They actually came back pretty good in the second half. They outscored they them 18-0 in the second half. They did, and they cut it to 10, uh, but they still lose nonetheless. Emory Jones and Arizona State have been a different team since Herm got fired. I think we can all acknowledge that. And they got this, uh, the, the 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 running back, what's his name, uh, Valade? Valade. 
You know what I'm talking about? The, I do know who you're talking about. I, you know, I don't know if it's Holiday or Holiday. I butcher the name every time. I do know who you're talking about. But, you know, they got some pieces, and yet here I am, Oregon State goes out, I'm nervous about Cal, and they put up that performance and they just bludgeon Cal, and now here I am, I'm nervous again. And I think this is a lot of a product of not trusting the quarterback position. Well, let me say this for you. So I know we've had our disagreements about Oregon State's quarterback situation in terms of who would you rather have in the lineup, right? And I know this is kind of a moot point because Chance Nolan is still hurt and we haven't heard any update there. But there's been this question for a number of weeks of like, if he was healthy, would you want him back out there? And I've stood by Goldbranson's side and he has thrown some really bad passes and he's missed some open guys. But he's now started full-time five games. He started five games for you. He's 4-1 and one in those five games. The only loss was that game in Seattle in which he wasn't great. In his five starts, not, not counting the Utah game where you come off the bench cold and you're in a hostile environment, in his five starts, you know how many picks he's thrown? Uh, he didn't turn the ball over a whole ton. I, I'd say one. One. Okay. So one pick, and it was in the Washington State game. Yep. I don't really even remember that pick because uh, they won that game going away. But that's the only one that he's thrown. And so I that's where I, I see your larger argument about the quarterback position when you're playing better teams. Like if Bo Nix is back next week, or if he do, I don't even know if he's out this week, but if Bo Nix is healthy next week and Oregon's coming to town, that's where, to me, you're going to look at the quarterback position and say, do we have enough? Is he going to be enough offensively in order to beat a, a team with more talent than us? I don't see Arizona State being that situation. I, I think the line is a little tricky here because of the style in which Oregon State plays, but their strength is playing defense and running the football. Yep. And I know that it is overly simplistic, and we like to poo-poo game-managing quarterbacks because they're frustrating to watch at times because they can't make some throws. But legitimately, if I'm Jonathan Smith and I'm sitting down with Go Branson every week before the game, I'm telling him, dude, just take, take sacks if you got to. Don't turn the football over. Hand it off. Get out of the way. You're not the thing that makes our offense go. Our rushing, our rushing game is what makes our offense go. And we have the best defense in the Pac-12. So just don't do anything to hurt the team, and we're going to win this game probably by 10 to 14 points. Numbers-wise, Arizona State kind of falls right in line with Oregon State stylistically. And what I mean by that is their pass defense is better than their rush defense. Their rush defense is near the bottom of the conference. Not very good. UCLA ran for like 10,000 yards on them. I mean, this should conceivably be a game that Oregon State probably ends up running away with. And you look up at the score and you go, oh. Why was I nervous about that game? But I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just being beaten down over the years of my life, <laughs> having weeks where you think, oh, they've got that, and yeah. then you go, wait, they, they don't have that? What, what's going on here? Or it's the Branson thing where, yeah, you're highlighting an important thing. He doesn't largely turn the ball over, but that's how you lose to inferior teams. But that still makes me nervous that Arizona State, college football is weird this way sometimes. The home team just gets up, and they're better than they normally are. Yeah. And the rush game's not quite there. And here's Ben Gobranson. We need him to win the game. And, well, struggle bus. That's like I put those images in my brain. And I shouldn't because I think this. I think the world of this Oregon State team, uh, I just I get nervous. I get, I get nervous. Instinctually, I get nervous because I want them to win. And I want them to go into the Oregon game with a shot. And I think they have a shot, especially with the uncertainty of Bo Nix now. But I want them to go in with a, a shot to win nine games because nine games for them is, boy, that that's damn near phenomenal season. And this is a big one. This is a game you should win. You are heavily favored. You're on the road, but it's not a hostile environment. I'd imagine at 11-15 to Swag's point, that environment's even less hostile. because Oh, God, there's going to be nobody there. That crowd wants to be hammered, and they want a night game. And so this is a great opportunity for Oregon State to go in there and get eight uh, win number eight. The only thing I don't know, I have to look it up, is the, is the Arizona game at Arizona or is it in Tempe? It's 
Oh. Because this could be senior day for Arizona State, so that would be the only other added, uh, you know, let me see. element that I would throw into the mix there. The only thing that I'm fearful of this, and I think it's been a theme for Oregon State all season, is they're just not the same team on the road as they are at it's home. It's at Arizona, so this is senior so day. So this is senior day. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. I don't know if that impacts the crowd and more people being there. Obviously, there'll be some parents there and a little more emotions maybe from the Arizona State team. They've been through a lot over the last couple of years. Um, and so senior day, there's there's a vibe there. But Oregon State's just been a different team on the road. That That is the only aspect of this equation that leaves me a little concerned about OSU. Should have lost to Stanford, Should've but you pulled it out. Yep. You lost to UW. Yep. I mean, Fresno State was by the hairs of your chinny-chin-chin. Late conversion necessary to win that game. Yeah, but you had also had opportunities to beat Washington and USC and couldn't. Well, I the mean, USC game was a home. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just talking, talking about, about road the roads, road schedule. Road games, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I mean, the Utah game obviously was out of control. You threw a couple of picks early, so you really haven't had to go on the road that much because you had your two of your three non-conference games at home. But uh, that 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 part of it does concern me, and I think that's not an Oregon State problem. That's a college football as a whole problem. There's a lot of teams out there that aren't as good on the road as they are at home. And to be honest with you, that 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 argument flies out the window sometimes quickly. Like that was an argument that I was bringing up last week about Washington coming to Eugene. Washington has been really bad on the road this year, and they've been really good at home. And I didn't like their chances coming into a hostile environment. It's like, no way, man. They could, they lost to ASU on the road. They're not coming to Hudson and winning. And what did they do? They came out and played their best game of the season. So sometimes these storylines go and can come, you know, come and go as quickly as you see them. What would eight wins this season be if if they don't get to nine? And we'll have to wait to see what what happens going into next week. But if this is it, if, they, if this is their last win of the year this weekend, if they take eight care and of business, four going to a decent bowl game. That's a it's huge Im- success. It's improvement. It's it's your it's the next step. It wasn't, you know. It's one feeling- win better from the year prior. Yeah. And the frustrating thing to me is I feel like they're better than one win more, but it's like to Dirt's point, it's hard to win. It's hard to win. The it's conference hard to win is on the way road. better this year than it was last year. Oh, I agree with yep. that. USC was a joke last year. Yep. UCLA was not very good last year. Washington had its worst season in how many years last yep. year. Washington State went through a coaching change. Like the conference was a, outside of Utah, who clearly by the end of the year was the cream of the crop, the yep. conference sucked. It did. But I see Sun Bowl looming, and I'm like, oh, El Paso. I know. God. I know. I just, I think you always have to be ecstatic with steps in the right direction. And if you get to eight, a chance to win nine in a bowl game, and they might even, you know, who knows with the Bo Nicks stuff. Maybe you win the Civil War. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Yeah. Uh, but you get to eight and four, let's say that's your regular season. That's a success. If I told you in August they, they go eight and four, I picked them to go eight and four. You that take was it my in preseason heartbeat. record. You I, take it in a heartbeat, man. I just saw, I kind of went through the schedule and a little bit uncertain of certain teams and thought certain teams would be better. And some teams have been surprising to me, but other teams have kind of been right on the button with what I thought they would be. So yeah. we'll see. I'm nervous. I'm always going to be nervous, but they go on the road again. They're two and two on the road this year. We'll see if they break through on that. It would uh, be their first winning record on the road in a season since 2013. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that long. Which doesn't sound long ago to me in my brain when you say it, but then you calculate the years and you're like, that's oh, it's a almost decade. a decade. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Uh, Oregon's got Utah this weekend. Late kick. The Utes coming into Eugene. Who are we going to see behind center mm. from Oregon? We'll talk about that next. Is that a new drop? Say <laughs> that again. Mm. That was a weird sound, man. That's a horse. That's a horse. It was a horse. Uh, hour number two, Bill Riley would join us at 730 Dirt and Sprague on the Odyssey app in the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.